All right, welcome to Comic Chat number 45. I am um, your host, Glenda McGee. I'm a nine-year comedian in the Phoenix, Arizona area. I'm originally from Compton, California. Um, today's date is Monday, August the 30th. It is the final Monday of August. This month seemed pretty long, but uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you for all of uh, your listens and everybody who um, takes the time to put this podcast on in their house or wherever they are. Uh, thank you for um, listening, and I am tremendously happy and grateful for your uh, attention and focus for however long these episodes are. I know I'm all over the place and it's not really professionally done. You can hear a bunch of air and shit, but it's 100% me. Uh, You can uh, find this podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and Breaker, as well as this fine platform here for podcasting called Anchor. Um... I just want to say I am tremendously happy and tremendously grateful that now that I have a million listeners to this fine podcast and my audio and technical issues have been resolved and this is one of the greatest podcasts ever to be uh, created. And I just want to say thank you right now because I deserve it and therefore it is mine. Yeah, this is a really good Monday Nothing really especially uh, happened, or nothing special happened, I should say, especially. Um, I just feel good today. I'm in good spirits. Um, We're going into September, and I'm just happy as shit. So, I haven't really been doing that much stand-up, but I have been learning uh, a lot when I am getting up. I uh, got paid 20 bucks last week from an audience member at Golden Margarita. It was good. I'm grateful for that 20 bucks from that audience member. A lot of people thought that I should have won the $150 prize, but, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. I'm just happy that I got to go up. I'm mad that I used old jokes, though, but it was still fun. Um, probably gonna be there tomorrow. Yeah. So, stand up is been treating me well though. I've been writing like a lot of new stuff, but you know it's not. Um, it's not com conversational. It's a lot of setup, and some of it is worthy, wordy, and worthy, and wordy. And uh, I think I need to trim some of the fat. Sometimes I, I just lazy write where the punchline is just like, ha, instead of uh, the big lab that I usually would try to shoot for when I write a punchline. So at least I'm writing, I could say. But um, stand-up is cool. I still love doing stand-up. Uh, comedians, not so much. I mean, we all just have so much on the line in our own minds about this shit. And it's really... Uh, it really don't matter. Sure, we're gonna have a good set today and then die. And I know that that's like a downer, but 
Nah, to me, it's just a reality. Uh, life is not really that long, so we really um, shouldn't be bickering and fighting over stupid-ass shit. Like, there's actually people out there that would, like, uh, expose dirt on their own family if it meant getting a Comedy Central special or a Netflix special or whatever us comedians are shooting for in this so-called dream. I mean, it's just people that will really, like, sell out other comedians and, and shit just for um, their little 15 minutes of uh, attention. And it's just really, uh, I don't know, it really does, I, I don't see a point. I just love doing it, I love telling jokes, and I think that's the most important part. You can get caught up in... And a lot of other people's dreams when you when you're hanging around comedians and listening to them talk, and then you know you hang around a certain comedian after uh, shows and shit, and you listen to them talk, and you get caught up into uh, doing what they are doing or having the same intention that they have, and that wasn't even the reason why you started doing this shit in the first place. But you know, comedy is great. It is. Um, one of the best things that I ever decided to do, and uh, the business side of it is just grimy, but the uh, actual performance art itself is, is getting uh, more and more entertaining and amusing as a performer. Each year, I uh, stay in stand-up. Just a lot of gossiping and shit, but that's not—it's not just comedy. It's just the whole society that we live in. Like, what happened to, like, minding your own damn business? Like, I remember when, uh, I know I sound old. I remember, I remember when people didn't want you to know what they was doing in their house. People didn't want you to know that they fucking shit was dirty. And, uh, you know, maybe they do sexy dances to their favorite, uh, favorite R&B song. They don't want you to do that. They don't want you to know that shit. Now everything's for show. And then if you don't show people what you're doing, you're not relevant. It's like a certain amount of neediness that comes into, you know, today's society, which creates a lot of weakness. And I think that's what leads to a lot of uh, oversensitivity about our opinions and we basically try to whine and bitch and moan until people agree with us. No matter how fucking crazy we sound, we gotta have like people agree with us. Like, and then everybody has to know whenever you get like some new clothes or a new car or whatever. And it's like you saying that you you celebrating, but it's really you're really just trying to show off, and that's you know what it really is. It's, it just creates this over-competitive atmosphere and it makes us go after each other. More of that uh, crap than a bucket energy is is amplified and we try to take each other down because we got to have more shit than a person that we just saw online. and We don't even know if that shit is theirs. Motherfuckers be taking pictures of other people's shit and posting it online like it's theirs and shit. That's just how... How desperate our world is, and you know, I just don't get it. Like, whatever happened to just stand in your motherfucking lane 
And if somebody found out about something you did and it was running around town, you went and checked that motherfucker and told them to stop him. Running their damn mouth about what was going on around your neck of the woods. Now, everybody's like, if you don't like my post or if you don't care about my life, then I'm just blocking you or I'm going to take you off my list. Or it's like, it don't make no sense. Where did all this come from? It's like, shut the fuck up is not even valued anymore. <laughs> Like, everybody got something to say. No matter how little value it has, it just has to be said because we are a person and we want people to know that we are a person. It's a lot of reckless ego being spread around. And that creates, like, this this, uh, vacuum energy. It just sucks the life out of shit. And we acting like we got the greatest... Some people are acting like we have the greatest president in the world and shit. <laughs> Knowing that he's just another jackass that got stuffed in the office so that we can blame him for shit that other people are doing. And, you know, it's just, we're arguing over this and arguing over that and they have these labels and shit and vaxxers and anti-vaxxers and it's just retarded shit. When did, when, why can't we just mind our own fucking business? Till our appointed time of death. We got the government trying to speed up everybody's death process by dropping biological shit on us. But we so stupid, we just fight each other over the shit. And, and think that we making a difference by talking shit to other motherfuckers that can't do shit. I know I, I, I said this before in like two or three episodes. It's just retarded, man. Like people actually think that they are saving lives because they chose to take an experimental medicine. And I'm not trying to be condescending or mock COVID in any way because I know this is serious and people are fucking dying and it's a tragedy on so many levels. But you are not a better person because you decided to make a health conscious decision that you felt safe with and other people don't feel safe with making that decision that don't make you a better human being that just made you a person that you know felt the need to protect yourself but then we holler about like freedom but it seemed like every every day um more freedom is lost. You got families divided over this fucking vaccination shit. Because everybody want to find this sense of responsibility or our higher purpose on earth without actually having to go out and search for one. Oh, I can just take this shot and I'm living, I'm doing something bigger than myself. It's like, that's what happens when, you know, the society is all push button. When we let technology just run the whole joint, we start giving away our natural uh, intelligence. Now we got about 200,000 fucking genders and shit. Who knows what the hell's going on when you have a baby now? 
You just gotta fucking mark that shit N.A. on the birth certificate because you never know. It might be born a boy and then turn 15 and decides a goddamn dog or a draft or some shit. And then I have to be, I have to be okay with it. I have to be okay with it because that makes me some type of uh, fearful person because I'm not okay that my child wants to identify with something that they weren't born as. And this is all hypothetical. I love my kids for whatever they say they, say they are, but I like if that was ever to happen, and there's people that have this happen to them, and they have to be accepting of it. Like, you can't even try to teach your kids that, you know, you was born this way, and the creator created you this way, and you should be, you know, happy. But I don't, I'm probably being a little insensitive because I don't know what goes on inside of people who identify with a different gender than the one that they are. Maybe we do experience each other because it takes two genders to make us. So I'm, I could be wrong here. But I don't understand the big, you know, quarrel. I just think it's a lot to confuse us. So we don't even know what we standing for or what we standing up against. So that's why I speak so candidly. And I hope that... Uh, I don't lose viewers because of my uh, lack of decorum on the subject. But I just wish we went back to... If I want to share this with you, then I'll share it with you. Instead of, look at me, 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 look at me. Hey, look, look at me, look at me. Hey, if you don't react to this, then I guess we're not really friends. And it's just really retarded. That I have to make friends on a computer. But you make friends the same way off the computer. You just be fake as fuck. Because a lot of people, I said this too. A lot of, I said this in another podcast. Most people, they don't want your advice. They want your encouragement wrapped up in an advice wrapper. You got to make what they want to do sound like advice. So basically, they're going to you for as a second opinion before they go fuck up their life. So when it, uh, when it go wrong, you could be the motherfucker that they blame because you gave your consent without really giving it. You know, to to their uh, fuckery. And the same thing with uh, with other matters. Seems like we love being lied to, cause as soon as somebody drop a little bit of truth on us, we want to kill that person. Not maybe not, you know, for real. But, you know, figuratively, we, we want to kill that person. We want to tear them down. We want to condemn them. We want to call them crazy. We want to call them a conspiracy theorist. When conspiracies happen, if you don't think conspiracies happen, then you must not believe 
that people get assassinated because every time somebody get assassinated, that's a conspiracy. A group of people conspired to kill that person, and that's why it went off the way it did. So they just created that term to confuse you when you start getting a little bit too close to the truth because some of the conspiracy theories be be uh, on the things, but I won't say all of them, but some of them have. They make some sense. And instead of, you know, examining it, the first thing we do is try to debunk it because it's not normal. Because we're so fearful of anything outside of what is normal. Like when you try to, you have a new understanding about death, people think that you're like soulless or numb because death is not a sad thing. It's not a joyous occasion, but I don't think that death should be considered a sad thing because we all have to go through it. And if we was all created in love and peace and joy and happiness and all this, then why would we end in something sorrowful meant to to hurt us? So I can't look at, you know, death as a as an ugly thing because I think that all of our life and all every part and aspect of our life is beautiful. It may not you know, visually be perceived beautiful because people get shot and hit by cars, die in accidents. Like, people die horrifically, get murdered, raped and murdered, all types of shit, mutilated. But in the end, they're in their natural form, which is spirit. And uh, we don't know what that is like because we're still experiencing waking life. So, um, we have no way of uh, sharing that perception to the day that we are called to return back to that form. So, I don't know how I got here from, you know, us needing to mind our damn business. But I'm kind of glad that I got there. Because the world, man, I think a lot of us put a lot of pressure on the world because we try to possess so much. And the world is to be admired and enjoyed, not possessed, because that word again, death, we all die. And we can't take any of this material uh, things with us. Not saying we can't enjoy them while we're here, but none of this is going to go with you. I don't give a damn if people stuff your casket full of shit. It's just going to be underneath the ground, inside the box, just like your physical shell. So I don't, I don't think that, I think that we put too much um, value and ownership and how we look and, you know, instead of important things like how we treat each other and giving and, and actually caring and having empathy and. Uh, cherishing the time that we have with one another because you know life is very very short but we be worrying about so much stuff that don't even matter like I was thinking about dying alone you really don't have a choice because even if you marry and and y'all die at the same time you both die alone because y'all both gonna go two different directions that's just another 
mind fuck that we put on each other. Not saying that you shouldn't seek companionship, because that's all, that's what we down here to do. But uh, not putting so much, it's not the end of the world if you're single. Because everything is for a reason. You may not understand the reason that you're single, but it's not the end of the world. Just because you are a single person, you don't have to go and force yourself on somebody that you don't even like. I don't care what anybody say, because I know a lot of single people have people who uh, have somebody in their life. They talk a lot of shit. How, when you gonna get married? When you gonna do this? When you gonna do that? It's really none of their business. If you're happy by yourself, then you just be happy and enjoy your life by yourself. You don't have to go searching for somebody because somebody opened their mouth and probably don't even understand your whole uh, situation. But that's what we do as human beings. We sit here and we judge and we, we hold each other to unfair standards. And, you know, it causes a lot of stress and a lot of anger, but it makes... Um, it makes businesses go as outside dog barks. It make it makes big businesses go. Insecurity keeps the fashion industry in business because that's basically what they bank off of. Us not feeling good enough or worthy enough or beautiful enough, so we buy their clothes and their makeup and you know whatever else accessories we do to try to cover up our natural uh, appearance. But I think that we should spend more time uh, appreciating things like the trees and the animals. And I'm not saying like like white people do go up and try to hug a fucking cougar or a fucking mountain lion or or or, or a panther <laughs> or a bear. Just you know, if you happen to cross the path of a bear at a safe diff- distance, it's okay for you to sit there and look at the bear and. You know, say thank you for that bear and being able to, you know, see that bear's uh, essence and make resonance with the energy of a fucking bear because they're awesome creatures. Everything is pretty awesome. And uh, I start thanking the trees when I go outside. It's uh, because they keep us alive. If every tree died on the planet, we'd be dead too. So I think that they at least earn a thank you for. You know, just keeping us alive and helping us breathe and us helping them breathe, too. It is a lot of, uh, a lot of things that I'm putting into a deeper perspective than I used to put, you know, I used to take a lot of this stuff for granted. Because it was always about, I gotta get money so I can get a house and I can have this and I can have that. And people could be like, ooh, look at what I have. Look at him. He's made, uh, he's made a life for himself. <laughs> what, what, what a brilliant human being he is because he has possessions. You know, it's, it's retarded. And you, you go through every day and you don't even realize what's really happening because you're too busy chasing some possession. It's like the more you own, the more you are owned, and that is a no truer statement. So I don't really uh, envy homeless people. I may have a couple of jokes about being envious of homeless people, but uh, 
if that is the choice that you make and you can survive out there and you're not, you know, on drugs or anything, you just don't want to live. You want to try to live somewhat off the grid, even though you can't really do that. Uh, more power to you, homeless people. And I kind of just understand that we are like barred by our comforts. Our comforts make us weak because we're we're attached to them. Like if if they tore down every building or business, man, we'd totally be fucking lost. It'd be a few people that can enslave us because they know how to live off the land. But most of us would be shit out of luck. Because we... Cause we don't be re- living with the right intention and we don't put the right things in perspective. We just be living to serve our lower self and basically living for others through our own existence. But that's another story, I guess. Um, the world frequency is negative. You don't have to be. I think this will be the end of the topics. Like, I'm noticing, like, a lot of people have a disposition with the way things are going, but we don't even have any solutions. And, but it's kind of cool to be like, the world is burning and shit is fucked up and, oh, we don't know what we're going to do and COVID and all this. It's kind of cool to be a, a doom and gloom type person. But, you know, you really don't have to be that way because I've been, like, happy as fuck for, like, the last four, almost four years. I've been really happy because I've just been focusing on the fact that I have every single day. When when I wake up, I'm just like, wow, I'm, I'm alive. Because, you know, tragedies happen every day to many different people. We just had a tragedy happen to some Marines. Just got taken out by a suicide bomber. So the so the story goes, and only one of those people was thirty years old. So these was uh, kids. Didn't even really get to experience life. I think the youngest was like nineteen. So that's why I'm like. I choose not to be negative as the dog keeps barking. Uh, I choose not to be neg- negative any longer because I used to be negative, but that was due to like substances and a misguided perception and poor self-image and not really being appreciative of my life. I was feeling like my life was a curse and uh, my whole birth was an accident and I was like a burden on my mom and all that. I was handicapped shit so I kind of felt like a cookie that got fucked up doing being baked (laughs) and you know I just didn't want my mother to feel bad because she created this cookie that had fucked up legs but uh, it took me a a while to uh, accept myself which now I do and uh, I see that I'm worthy of everything and that I'm beautiful and that's why I created this uh, podcast to try to spread that with uh, some of you and uh, 
I say it's going pretty well. But so the world frequency might be negative, but that don't mean you have to be because every day is new. And if you have it, you should be grateful because a lot of people didn't get to see it. Um, Dodgers starting a three-game series with the Braves today. They lost uh, two games to one in the Colorado Rockies over the weekend. That was fucking tragic. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't think we're going to have our best pitchers against the Giants, and that could be for the division, but... uh. Having a wishy-washy year, those Dodgers. I still support them 100%, but I'm not really, uh, not really confident about this doing it again, and repeating as champion, because uh, those the offense is pretty shaky. But um, yeah, Manny Pacquiao got beat by a Udenis Ugas like two weeks ago. I think he called it a career. So congratulations on Manny Pacquiao and having a legendary boxing career. He was like one of the greatest fighters ever. I was gonna do a, um, I was gonna do a boxing episode. That might be forty six or something like that, where I talk about boxing because I love talking about boxing. I've been watching a lot of old uh, videos. I just um, I was watching a lot of Muhammad Ali stuff last week. I was watching Sugar Ray Leonard stuff yesterday. I watched a couple of Marvin Hagler fights. I watched uh, Bernard Hopkins uh, a few months ago. Um, Sugar Shane Mosley, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, uh, new guys like Devin Haney and shit like that. Look, I'm just going crazy with this boxing shit. I'm... So I think I'm going to do a boxing episode. Hopefully, you Dennis, congratulations to you Dennis Ugas. I hope he gets to fight like Earl Spence. Um, or even I would like to see Terrence Bud Crawford against uh, Earl Spence Jr. I think Earl Spence Jr. would would beat Bud Crawford. I'm not really impressed by Bud Crawford. I've said this before. I think that Bud Crawford is a talented fighter, but I think that he picks and chooses who he fights, and uh, I don't think he's ever really been tested. So hopefully they can get that uh, together. Hopefully the Dodgers can get it together too. Can't really wait till a, a football season gets underway just to see who's gonna win it. Don't really have any faith in my team, the Cowboys. I don't really have any faith in them. Even if Dak Prescott was a hundred percent healthy, I would be skeptical about this team. They did go 0-4 in the preseason, but that's the preseason. And teams who do good in the preseason usually have horrible regular season so you can't really put too much merit in in that shit but I think that I think that Kansas City and uh, I don't know if Tampa Bay is going to make it back because I don't I think Tom Brady's age is going to have to start showing sometime unless he's like drinking baby's blood and it's keeping him young who knows what's going on because the guy just wins and then everybody's like hypnotized under his spell because he always wins. But I hope that we have an entertaining year and people are healthy and we don't have that many career-ending injuries and rookies get to um, make their uh, make their goals for the season. And you know we have 
a, a champion that's worthy of us all the hate and love at the same time. Uh, this has been Comic Chat episode number 45. Um, I'm your host, Glenda McGee. You can find me on uh, Facebook, Glenda McGee. I'm the youngest one. It's like two other ones, but I'm the youngest one. Uh, on uh, Instagram, GM3Comedy. I didn't say this at the beginning of the show because I just wanted to get the podcast underway. So you can find me on Instagram. GM3 Comedy, I don't know if I want to create a Twitter because I just don't have the attention span to to mess with Twitter, but I just want to say thank you for listening and giving me a half an hour of your time. Uh, you guys are valued, you guys are worthy, you are enough, and you can have anything you dream about. I'm just, I want to say I am tremendously happy and tremendously grateful for all of you and uh you guys are worthy of everything that you desire in your hearts and you're beautiful and um thank you thank you thank you for your time uh you can find this podcast on spotify pocket cast google podcast radio public and breaker and also on this lovely casting platform Call Anchor. There's 44 other episodes on here for you to enjoy. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Until next time, I love you and goodbye.